The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. Sorry no shows last week, but it's been a crazy week, and there was no way I was able to get anything, refinagle our schedules to do it at all. Well, it took us a couple extra weeks to get the lizard out of our nose. There's that, too. I hate that thing. I know. I don't even want to do that again. He didn't even leave me a uh, branch to bring back with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're supposed to find your own I, that's the whole point oh. <laughs> I, I, I think mine died inside me because I was everywhere but where the vision was supposed to take me oh, don't worry give it a couple of days and it'll come out one way or another mm-hmm. yeah. anyway um, so we're, we're going to do a three three episode recap and everything that kind of goes along with those three episodes, like uh, the bonus bounties, um, which I'm going to go ahead and get those out of the way first. Um, actually, no, I'm actually going to go this coming, actually this weekend. Cause I think we're going to release this depending on how quick, whoever's got the write up this week, how quick they get it to me this weekend. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. All right. Let me get my chance. Let's figure that out later though. <laughs> Whoever gets the write-up to me, um, we'll try and get this up. So hopefully this announcement will hold true. I believe it's me. And if it's source, if you're listening on Sorcerer Radio, you still got time. Um, but the starting the 20th, going through the 24th, we're going to do a contest from Toink. Okay. Uh, it's going to be on all three podcasts. So same contest. We're giving away a book of Boba Fett helmet keychain and enamel pin. Go Ooh. to Instagram for details. So go check out Instagram for that. And we will be partaking uh, again this year in Star Wars Podcast Day, which is February 7th, which should be a national holiday or international holiday as well. So I get it off of work. What is the 7th this year? Is it a Sunday? It's probably a Saturday. That's usually when they do these. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. It is? Oh, then maybe I don't get it off work. Yeah. Star Wars Podcast Day is in honor of the very first Star Wars podcast or episode to ever drop. Ah, yes. You remember we had uh, the creator of it on last year. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, bounties. Uh, Most of the... The bounty recaps are coming from uh, StarWars.com. I don't like to cite our source or try to do that more often now. Uh, so from the first episode, we have the, uh, it was a pre-order. I don't know where it stands now. The Boba Fett Black Series prototype figure is back. It was at one time a Walgreens exclusive. Now under the new packaging, it is available through Hasbro. Cool. So. He is cool looking too. Yeah, at this point in time, I mean, I would love to get this for myself. Uh, I would love to do a Boba Fett collection with the Black Series. The problem is, there's so many different variants. Or how do you know? Which, you have to look to see what the different variations are. Make sure you get one of each variant. And I'm not talking yeah. package variants. In, no, you have to do that. I'm not that <laughs> obsessive. <laughs> well, no, yeah. 
for me, like the prototype, yes. But the prototype's no different than the prototype from the Walgreens, from what I'm seeing in the pictures. There's no change. But there was the deluxe. And then there was, uh, I want to say the version, I think, was it the deluxe version that had his blaster cut that looked like it was cut in half by the lightsaber type scenario? Um, of course, there's the, the one from Book of Boba Fett, which I believe was also for Mandalorian. What we've got for season two Mandalorian on the Mandalorian line. Um, there's the Return of the Jedi one. There's the Empire one and the subtle differences there. Then I, I don't know what without going and looking. I mean, I, there's a couple great places online that have the library or the catalog of all the different Black Series figures without going through and looking for the differences. I wouldn't know if, if it's four or ten or three. I just don't know how many there would be. So the prototype armor is cool because, well, that's always been the the cool one because because originally it was supposed to be a a super stormtrooper that then turned into Boba Fett. So, um, but to continue on from week one, there were also some hoodies and t-shirts and a tote from the fifth son um, that were also available. And apparently every Tuesday through February 15th will be uh, a bonus bounty based on the episode that was released before. So for chapter two, for pre This first one's really cool. Is um, we had the Mandalorian's rifle. Now we have Boba Fett's Nerf Blaster, the EE-3. And I actually just um, saw last night a vlog that they were unboxing the Mando rifle. That yeah. is awesome. And the way it works is really cool because it's a single shot. It's just got like a little guard. You pop back and it opens the breach. You put one dart in, lock it down and you fire. Yeah. It's a single shot rifle. I, I've, I've been hearing a lot of people on YouTube talking about it and they're basically saying it's a great display piece mm-hmm. and they're actually going back and painting it themselves because some of the, stuff where it looks like weathering looks like they just marked it up with a a silver sharpie yeah well i mean it's 110 or 120 bucks but it's still a kid's toy yeah and it's been mass marketed or mass market created so well there's another one coming out that that's all orange and no electronics for half the price yeah so uh but no this one's this one's kind of cool comes with three cartridges that holds four darts each these ones are gold darts yes But the mana rifle comes with silver darts. But I like I like the look of this one. Uh, this is closer to the actual. I mean this this looks pretty pretty close to his actual blaster as well. Yeah. Go back in and trick it out with the different braids and whatnot hanging off of it. This would be a nice one to repaint. Leave the orange tip so you don't get shot. But this would well, be a cool one, one to repaint. I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of Boba's blaster because it, it basically it is just a modified pistol. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at the actual pictures, because you click the link and it takes you to Amazon to pre-order this. But if you look the way you actually load this thing, that's really cool. It is. The side pops open and you just drop the cur- the canister in. Yeah, just like you would a pistol. Mm-hmm. So yeah, th- this looks great. Uh, $109. Avail- you can pre-order it now. Item will be released March 1st, 2023. And then again... um, Chapter two, sweatshirt, toe, and tee from Fifth Son, and Book of Boba Fett socks from Rock'em Sock, Rock'em Socks, and then Tops now and digital cards by Tops of uh, season one. Yeah, the new series from the Card Trader app. Yeah, I was in. I I was on that for a little bit, but I just I never. They never sucked me in really, really deep. A lot. I forgot my password. I had a pretty good collection going. See, with um, I got it through Google since I have Android, and it just remembered all the passwords and stuff for me. I was going to do that, but then I don't know. I decided not to. I don't the nice thing is, you don't have on. to spend any money. You actually get a lot of free cards too. Yeah, there's a lot of oh, free do you? cards. Yeah. Hey, maybe we should just all of us get back on there, and we'll um let everybody know what our thing. And anybody who wants to trade back and forth, any of the listeners could actually do it. I'm trying to log. I'm trying to get back on now. They've changed it. Hmm. I have to re-download it. I have to remember my password. It has encountered an error. Anyway, continue on. For episode three, or chapter three, um, Boba Fett on Throne Premiere Collection, one seventh scale statue by Gentle Giant. She looks pretty nice. 
measuring approximately 12.6 inches wide and 9.4 inches tall, limited to only a thousand pieces. And actually, uh, looking at that right there, that's almost identical to the Hallmark ornament. The only difference is the blaster is actually leaning against the throne in the ornament, and he's holding in this. Yeah. It's just a slightly different pose, but it's almost the same as the Hallmark ornament. Obviously, the Hallmark's just shorter, about half that size. So it's about six inches across, maybe. Uh, and, of course, uh, pictures of the tote, sweatshirt, and tee by Fifth Son. I'm not going to say any more because we'll discuss it. Uh, oh, everybody's seen it already. I know. Uh, Book of Boba Fett socks by Rock'em Socks with the uh, element we'll talk about here in a bit. And the Book of Boba Fett cards. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah. Before we get into detail, first three chapters. Your opinions so far, your thoughts. Whoever I'm having a lot of first. fun with it. I think it's cool. Derek? <laughs> I'm enjoying it overall. There are some things about it that I'm not too crazy about, but mostly I am enjoying it. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the same way. Uh, chapter one, I thought, even though it was necessary, I, I thought it bounced back and forth too much between present time and flashbacks. And it, it was a little uncomfortable for me. I mean, even though I was able to keep up, it was like, just as you start to sink me into the flashback or into the present day, you jump to the other. Mm. That didn't bother me as much, but I get what you're saying. Chapter two was perfect. Do all the present day stuff and then cut to the flashback and flashback the rest of the episode. I loved it. Chapter mm. three was similar to chapter one, but a lot less, you know, a little longer because it was a lot less. They, did, they went a little longer with the flashbacks and I was happy with it. But the way the flashback present day ratio was done. So I, I was I was okay with a lot of that. So curious to see yeah. how they did wrap it up. Yeah. I'm not the flashbacks really aren't bothering me at all because I have I'm assuming by the time we get to the last episode, episode seven, they're gonna meet up with where we started the show. Because uh, the whole thing with this, everybody wanted to know what happened after the Sarlacc pit. So you had to start there and bring them up to the current right. time. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the that's what we're gonna have to do with uh, either that or you started the whole show at the Sarlacc pit. And you don't want to make a whole show out of what we've seen so far. Right. So let's let's talk about the f- the first episode or first chapter. Uh Stranger in a Strange Land. Um we try to remember. God, it's been three weeks since <laughs> I watched the episode. Uh we start off with with Boba taking tribute, right? Well it starts off with um or do we start off with the flashback with him at the Sarlacc? I believe that's where it starts. Well, give me just a minute. I'll put the put it on in the background. Well, every time the we get every time we get a flat every time we get a flashback, it's when he's in the Bakta tank. Yeah, in the back to pods. Yeah, it's like and, and and that's something I really want to. I'm curious to know why is he having to spend so much time in the the Bakta pod? Is he still recouping from the injuries from the Sarlacc? That and the age. Hey, you got to remember, he's probably you try, in his sixties. You try pulling yourself out of a Sarlacc pit and see how you do. Oh, true. I, I love, I love the the, uh, the scarring that the. You know, he was only in there for for such a little time, and with even with the slow mm. digestion of the Sarlacc, the the scarring that he endures from it, the, which we we know those those that's scarring from the Sarlacc and not from other things because they're so fresh as as soon as he comes out of the pit. I don't think all of them are from that though. Yeah, I, I think they're from No, that's, well, I think it's fresh because his skin is so raw that they just they that's the way they look coming out. But yeah, actually you start the whole show by seeing him in the pod and he has the flashbacks to Camino and the Genosis. Right. Oh uh, yeah, right. Which actually the scenes, uh, the Lo- or the Daniel Logan scenes in this, I guess were alternate takes from episode two. Yes, and ended up being yeah, deleted scenes, yeah. which was awesome. And I hope Daniel's getting some some royalties from that. Oh yeah, and then it, yeah, you see the couple flashes. Then it wakes, it goes to the Sarlacc pit and the slime. The oh, so great. And and how does he escape? He goes through the side of the beast mm-hmm. and cuts the beast open. Well. That's what we assume. He may have just come out the other end. Mm, no, he. Hmm. <laughs> knowing. Hmm. Next time I'm at Galaxy's Edge, or I may have it on my Facebook page. Uh, I have a picture of what the of the baby Sarlacc, which is kind of a example of what the Sarlaccs are like in 
captivity or in the wild, same way. They they sit with their mouth open on yeah. the surface, with their bodies just well, dangling into the sand. So for him yeah, to go, well, I just saw it too. So. What it, and yeah, you're right. He actually punches his way out of the digestive system and just burns his way out the rest of the way. Yeah. So once he gets out, he's crawling through sand to get, he's digging through sand to get to the surface. Mm-hmm. So, um, but to see the hand come out, this is like almost, almost, you know, reminds me very much of like the old West of, you know, being buried alive and the hand coming up through the, through the grave. It's like, yep. Back from the dead and very, very, um, very impactful image. Impactful is not the yeah. way I'm looking for, but it, it works. Um, very, he- very, yeah, I'll, I'll just stick with impactful. Definitely um, very strong imagery there. Yeah. And it is kind of interesting that um, he gets out of the Sarlacc with the armor and then loses it immediately to Jawas. Yeah. Uh, was it like mm-hmm. a, a day or two later, the Jawas show up and start stripping them? I think it's or, that I same think day, it's later I think, that night. I, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think the. Um, yeah, I think I so. I think that he was in the Sarlacc that long. I think the Jawas were just showing up to start stripping the sand barge. Yeah. So right. depending on how close they were, it would have been within a day or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it it was amazing. And then we see see him uh, meet up with the Tuscans and being dragged through the, through the sands. Mm-hmm. Which was quite intriguing. Like, yep, you're another slave. We're going to work you to death. Cool happens uh then we go back to a modern time and we get the whole tribute process and and everything else and uh then we get to the casino where we meet jennifer bill's character and and my one favorite line coming from shinnick or from well from from shinnick from finnick go ahead no go ahead i'll I'll, what's your line i'll I'll, uh things would go a lot smoother if you accepted their ways Mm. um was it then or after that the mayor's guy came? Mayor's guy comes during the tribute. And right. So they go to see the mayor. Which he's. And on the way to the mayor, they stop at the casino first to basically step in and say, hey. But the mayor's guy kind of plays an important part later on. Yeah. 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 Uh, I do like before they go to the town, you get um, Fennec gets him out of his. um back to pod and you see him sl- putting on the armor with the droids helping and stuff. But seeing the way the armor goes on was kind of sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So we get into town. He gets his, uh, tribute from the casino as they buff his helmet, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, they exit and all of a sudden they're met by what we now know are assassins. Well, you're not talking about the cameo in the, um, in the cantina. You get both Rex from Galaxy's Edge and Star Tours. Yep. And you got um what's his name? Um oh I just looked at him. Um Max Rebo. Still playing on Tatooine. Yeah. It looks like Max Rebo and uh friggin' Dan <laughs> partnered together yeah. for a set. There has been some question on whether or not that actually is the same Max Rebo or if it's just a uh another of his same species. Yeah, some this is a much smaller version Max of might have been, Some people think Max might have been on the sail barge when it blew. I thought he was myself. I thought, but I thought he was as well. I did too, but so that might that might not actually be Max Rebo, but could be a relative. Could yeah. Be. Also, um, in the streets outside, right before we get to the cantina, there you get um, the Boston Dynamics robots. What are they? Spot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, actual real robots walking around in the streets. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. There's been a couple things that I've seen in the first three episodes that are um, almost too real world because they're just stuff from the real world we see walking around that they paint up a little bit. It's almost too recognizable as real world. Yeah, I mean, real world stuff has always been in Star Wars. It's always been in the backgrounds and stuff, but it's not. It's usually not so recognizable. <laughs> right. So uh, then we had the rumble in the streets, which. Brutal fight sequence. Yeah. And felt very Robert Rodriguez from like the mariachi movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, and like um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico series mm. with the fight sequences. R- really dug it. Uh, One of the things I've um, heard some people complaining about, though, is Boba, especially, even, especially during that battle and a lot of the other fights they're doing, 
he's not coming off nearly as tough as everybody expects Boba Fett to be. Well, he's been through an ordeal, you know. Yeah. Well, that and like I said, he's getting old. Well, yeah, exactly. But we're we're also going, you know, there's this baseline impression of just really how tough is he? We never know truly because Yeah, exactly. Cuz he and we're talking about a character who had six lines and 10 minutes of screen time total. Well, remember, I'm the guy that keeps touting that and saying, hey, we don't know anything about Boba in those first movies. Everything that everybody know, quote unquote, knows about Boba has been either from EU stuff or it's headcanon stuff that, that you came up with on your own. Yeah, there there is a, a lot of EU and well, headcanon being played into the mystique of Boba Fett. Yeah, but don't forget, we did also see him uh, on kick some butt in the Mandalorian. Yeah, well, that's True. been added to since then. Yeah, that that's since the movies. And now we know where he learned to fight like that. Mm-hmm. I think um, also these flashbacks are showing us why, because if you look, Boba Fett in this, in the modern day, doesn't feel like what everybody expects Boba Fett to be. He, the This ruthless bounty hunter, the um, Vader's warning him not to disintegrate people. That's not the Boba Fett we're seeing. Right. I'm thinking these flashbacks are showing us why he's a different man now. His time with the Tuscans may have actually not quite softened him up, but gave him a little more compassion. Right. Or right. Yeah. A, a word it that taught him more honor or something. A word that you would not associate with the Tuscans. Exactly. Him, made him more civilized. Mm hmm. <laughs> Because everything before, as far as we know, he was a bounty hunter. That's what he did. So everything is about the money. Well, and everything we knew about the Tuscans, mm-hmm. they were not civilized. Right. But we also never spent any time with them until we get to um, Mandalorian. And then we really don't spend a whole lot of time with them. But the time we do, you, you do get the feel of them as a tribal race. Well, we kind of got the sense of that in uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. But they were still considered the villains or a villain a bad guy mm-hmm. because of the fact that they, they raided a village or raided something and took Shimi. I think they raided the farm. Did they raid the farm? I think they got it right from the farm. So, but now we're learning too, that they, they will have attacked. The only reason why they will have attacked is if they were provoked. Well, yeah, possibly. Or if they hit tribal some land. of it. Like when you see in episode well, one at pod race, they just take a pot shots at pod racers, but they could also be that the pods are um, disturbing what they're doing. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing that we do learn as well is there are more than one tribe, you know, there's mm-hmm. different, yes. different tribes. So some may be more civilized than others. Some may be more vicious than others. Yeah, because I, I noticed like the the females in the tribe that we see in Book of Boba Fett doesn't they don't wear the same face garb as like what we saw the females wear in um, Attack of the Clones, or they don't mm-hmm. wear the same garb in general as a, as an Attack of the Clones. And I loved how they they darken some of the robes as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we we also find out in Chapter One that there is a uh, Rodian prisoner as well. And this youngling Tuscan takes Fett and the the Rodian out um, to search for water or these water eggs or water nuts, whatever you want to call them. And then um, the the Rodian accidentally uncovers a vicious six-legged beast. That thing was awesome. It's nice to see new creatures. To me, me, I have flashbacks to the old, like the original Clash of the Titans movie and the old yep. uh, mm-hmm. Ray Harryhausen stop animation stuff. Well, that you was also so cool get a throwback this. to Return of the Jedi because Boba Fett basically kills it exactly the way that um, Leia killed Jabba. Yeah, it's actually the same pose, even holding, grabbing, and standing on his back, yanking on the chains. Yep, yep. So, um, but yeah, we we see where Boba is not just about blasters and, and rockets. He, he's he got some of that clone trooper training in him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, with the close combat training. 
So, um, so we get to uh, Book of Boba Fett, Chapter Two: The Tribes of Tatooine, and this is when uh, Fennec goes after the assassin, captures him, brings him back to the temple, or essentially to the temple. Yeah, mm-hmm. tries to get him to talk, and um, we get that infamous scene where the assassin dropped into the rancor pit. That was phenomenal. I love that. And all of a sudden, the <laughs> after the drop, the the door automatically opens. It seems like it seems like that's all part of that same mechanism. That as the uh, throne is slides forward, of course the the door Rancor's door opens, and what do we see? Nothing. <laughs> but this well, whole time, sense, the assassin. We saw the. <laughs> yeah, the assassin spills everything. Mm-hmm. Like that was pretty cool, but of course there's nothing in there because Luke killed it. Yeah, but that was five years ago. You you would have thought maybe if we Fortuna don't know this w- is five years. It's sometime within the first five years after Return of the Jedi. There's already in here that says what the actual time frame is, and we don't even know if this is before or after Mandalorian yet. This is after Mandalorian. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because he leaves he leaves the Mandalorian behind to go back to Tatooine. Yeah, to take yeah, take, uh, have, Well, no, yeah, because during Mandalorian is where he gets his armor back. Yes. Okay. So what, what's happening five did years? Did you guys after? notice also in the what 25, 30 years, or um, actually no, this is closer to fifty years. How much bigger Moss Espa is? Yeah. Sure. Either that, or we just saw the only a little bit of it. I think we only saw a little bit. Mm-hmm. We only saw the outskirts. Yeah. yeah, probably. But they have talk, but they do talk about it in the series how the sh- how this how the starport has grown. Mm-hmm. Well, no, right. I, I had a theory here. The reason that we don't use Mos Eisley, Mos Eisley is not that big compared to this, no. because Mos Eisley isn't actually a city. Because even Obi Wan calls it Mos Eisley Spaceport. Yeah, it's, right, right. So that may actually be a um, a neighborhood or an area around Mos Espa. No, Mos Eisley is like a lot. Mos Eisley is different. Like, it's far enough away. Okay, but still, it's like a lot of big cities. The airport is not actually in the city at all. It's almost a city to itself. Right. So maybe the spaceport here, the most Eisley, is the city unto itself, but it's still just the spaceport. Yes. Most Eisley is, is a city on its own, but it's just a spaceport. Whereas Mon, I believe Mon Espa is the capital of tattooing. Or, Are you sure or, it's not Anchorhead? No, Anchorhead's not that big. I think it's like a regional. Yeah. I believe this episode we also do get to see Tashi Station finally. I believe you're right. But in this episode too, we also see Pikes. Yes. Without their masks. For the first time without their masks. Mm-hmm. And a very hairy Ithorian. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's just really old. Could be that too. But a I, lot of the old guys I know have a lot of hair coming out of weird places. Well, I, I think it's funny, you know. The the assassin says he was hired by the mayor or from the mayor's office. So they go and confront him. Mayor's guards kill him. But the mayor has no clue who the guy or, or what it is. So it's like, is the mayor's assistant the one behind it? Well, another interesting thing is um, the mayor tells him straight up, these assassins are only allowed to work in hut space. So he's outside of where he's allowed to be. I thought Tatooine was part of hut space. What well, makes you wonder if the... Well, we see... We see the twins show up as well. Yeah. They're what? Boba's cousins? Yes. So I wonder if the mayor's assistant is working on the side with them and got tipped and tipped them off. I think the, he's working directly for the mayor and the mayor is the one tipping them off and is trying to keep what he's got going. He likes what he's got going here and thinks Boba Fett's going to tip the apple cart. It's possible. It's possible. The The mayor's assistant there whatever you want to call him seems more crafty than the mayor himself yeah i don't know because we don't like i said we don't get to see much of the mayor yet so and do you know who is the mayor oh the voice of the mayor yeah did you know mike i may go ahead i believe it's robert rodriguez himself it Wasn't is that indeed right? yeah yeah mm-hmm. well we also get another great cameo in this episode. And when I saw the cameo, I squealed like a little Wookiee. Yes. With we, the get, name change. Uh, we get Sanny or Santon. Yes. They changed his name just a little for this. <laughs> they figured why, he's already a big black Wookiee. Why do they got to call him black Chris 
Because the comics, they had that in there. Yep. Yep. Here they drop the word black and just say Resandin. Yeah. And without saying anything, as soon as he walks around the litter, it's like everybody knew exactly who it was. Oh, yeah. It was kind of nice to actually get the correct pronunciation of his name as well. Resandin. Yep. It was, that just made me wonder how soon do we get Afra? Um, well, there was a lot of rumors that the point. one the one actress may have been Afra, and they were just using the name they, they gave her as a placeholder. But then we find her in the next episode actually as that name. Yeah. I don't remember if it was supposed to be Book of Boba Fett or what that she was supposed to appear in, but it was supposed to be coming at some point. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be coming at some point soon because if, um, if, if she's in here, we're going to get her. If she's not in this, we're going to... I'm hoping season three of um, Mandalorian with Kersantan joining her again. Because if he's there, she's not that far behind. Yeah. Or at least at this point. Well, the comics were still dealing between uh, Empire and Return of the Jedi. And he's still with her. So unless something happened that he leaves on his own, because he's being mentioned as a gladiator. How's it say? Because we uh, we all we've always seen him as a bounty hunter, wasn't he? Yeah. So when did when did so, he go into gladiatorial combat? I don't know if it was a choice. Unless he's unless he was a gladiator, that's how he got his name, and then became a bounty hunter. Well, you got to think traditionally, gladiators well, were slaves. Yeah. So what's not to say that he's not a slave to the huts and he's fighting for them? Or I mean, he is wolf. Wookie during he was you know around during the time of the empire empire is not really fans of wookies yeah um okay so originally captured from his home world of kashik trying trained by the infamous zanti brothers as a gladiator uh he later became a ferocious bounty hunter uh and he was regularly hired by by the crime lord Jabba the Hutt at one point and was hired by Darth Vader during the Galactic Civil War to track down and capture an agent of the Empire. Uh, following the death of Jabba and the end of the war, uh, Santi was employed by the late Hutt's cousins, brother and sister, crime lords known as the Twins. Amazing how fast that gets updated. Yes, it was. Because they don't talk about how Persantin worked with Boba Fett briefly and then worked for Afra. Now he when he was hired by Vader was at the same time period that Fett was hired by Fate by Vader. Yeah. To try and track down who who destroyed the Death Star. And then working for uh for Afra. So at some point going from Afra to the twins, we don't know when because that story hasn't been told yet. Mm-hmm. So the question comes down to is there a game plan to kill Dr. Afra off before the end of Return of the Jedi, or is she still alive and hence why they're bringing her into um, one of the shows. Yeah. Although there is another option that she may die before, right after return of the Jedi and still be in one of the shows. Cause she could be in Andor but in the Andor Obi-Wan. series. Either Andor or Obi-Wan. Uh, She'd be very young, but she could be in both. Yeah. Cause she, she is still working for the empire um, during the time of Obi-Wan. When did she start working for um, Darth Vader? After the Battle of Yavin. So, no, she wouldn't Vader. have been working for, uh, during Obi-Wan, she would not have been working for the Empire yet. She actually probably would have been a teenager at the earliest, or at the um, oldest. Oh, true. Because if Obi-Wan it takes place within 10 years after Episode 3, it'd probably be before she went to college, or whatever, university, or... Mm. Yeah, she could have been in university at that time. I don't know. Be be interesting to see what they do with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if she has died um, by the time of Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian, cool. Then we would see her potentially, as you said, in the Obi Wan series, or we possibly see her in Andor. If you see her in Andor, it could be right after she got out of university. Could be because Andor, I'm assuming, is going to be within probably about the same time frame as um, Rebels. Yes, within five years of um, A New Hope. Yes. So who who knows? Um, but then we get back to another flashback. This one had some really cool stuff in it. Yeah, the the Tuscan funeral. Well, before we get to uh, that yeah. though, when um, no. when everybody starts, all the Tuscans start going nuts and looking around, and you see something come across the desert. Did you guys first think Creed Dragon? Yeah, initially yes, I did. Yeah, it ends up the, being something even worse. It was a pike train. Mm-hmm. Pike controlled train. Yeah, but I, I've. 
I love the whole um, definitely old West vibe with the speeder bikes and the uh, when they grab the speeder mm-hmm. bikes from yeah. uh, from the sons of Nico <laughs> Nikto. Yes, um, <laughs> it's Kid something is the name of the Nikto gang. Yeah, Kintans or something like that. Yeah, but. You get the funeral, and then Boba says he's going to go take care, get the bike so they can fight the, um, to, to figure out what to do with the train. And he ends up in this little, like, outpost thing out in the middle of nowhere, which is, if anybody's not, doesn't know, that is Tashi Station. So Boba Fett made it there before Luke. <laughs> well, <coughs> you don't know if maybe at some point he might have made it there. Luke might have made it there. Well, he did. He never got his power converters, as far as we know. True, true. That doesn't but mean we do meet a couple Toshi of his Station. friends in there too. Uh yeah, we see uh, Cammy and Fixer. Mm-hmm. A little bit older. They never get named actually in the show, but we do, we find out from every all the other material they release with it that that's who that is. Right. After all this time, they're still together. Yep. Um. So. Uh, so you know. We, we see Fett take care of them, save Fixer and Cammy, save the bar, um, take the speeder bikes back and teach the Tuscans how to use them. And then we have the great train robbery. Yes. With a lot of conditions put on it afterwards. And it was such a great battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. I loved everything. This was really the big action sequence for this episode. Yeah. In this episode, I liked, because like I said, we got a lot of present day stuff. And then once we hit flashback, we stayed flashback for the rest of the episode. So it was a half and half. And and, and I liked that storytelling for this episode. It worked. Yeah. um, Because then we get to see, you know, like how the Tuscans do their burial. No, with the funeral pyre, which explains why Luke does that with Vader, because that's all he's ever known. And well, it's not just Luke, because if you look back in episode one, that's a that's a standard Star Wars universe burial yeah, or funeral because they do it for Qui-Gon. Right. But um, the cool thing in here is you actually also get to see um, Boba Fett becomes a full member of the tribe. They give him his wrappings that we meet yep. him in in Mandalorian. And you get to see how he makes a gaffy stick. <laughs> With mm-hmm. a little help of a lizard. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Oh, so they don't need mushrooms totally and tattoos. They just use lizards. A lizard. Let a lizard jump in your brain. Here, lizard, lizard. Here, lizard, lizard. The lizard thing didn't didn't quite work for me, but I knew what they were going for. Obviously, I mean, they're I, just not going to have peyote. Yeah. yeah, right. It to just, me, I don't know. It was, it was. I mean, we we saw something similar with the um, which was all season two, uh, starting around episode episode seven, which was Zoe's episode when she was born. With the with the worms that brainwash you that went yeah. up through the nose. Yeah, that was fine. It's the lizard itself I didn't like. It was kind of cool the way they did that, though. It's like, after all this, we have a gift for you. And they open up this little pouch with a lizard in it. <laughs> yeah, that was I all I had no cool, idea what was going on with that. Is he going to have a little friend or something? The actual, the actual lizard going up his nose, just, I didn't, that was a little too much for me. I was like, eh. Well, and then see how a lizard's going to go up your nose, but well, then afterwards, when he comes back with the wartwood tree branch, and you know he goes through his own little vision quest and relives his past, and you know I guess the sins of his past, whatever. And then he comes back and is taught how to turn the tree limb into a gaffy stick, and you know he he in many ways is almost going the same path as a Jedi uh, with the Tuscans, and then when he's when he's done and he's presented everything, they take the lizard back out of his nose. The lizard just happens mm-hmm. to leave on its own. It's like, oh. Right, yeah. So it makes you wonder how many other noses that lizard's been up. To me, it would have been more, I would have liked it more if like they, they had him lick the lizard or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to go on to chapter three the streets of mon espa yes or as a lot of, i've been seeing a lot of people on twitter go the streets of mon vespa we'll get to that here shortly yes with their space vespas uh actually it just clicked in my head i know what those kind of reminded me of 
Hanna-Barbera cartoon from the 60s or 70s had um, a group of kids riding space scooters. Jetsons. No. Almost, almost looks like a scooter out of the Jetsons. Yes, but no, no, no. I got, oh, it's going to drive me nuts out until I find it. Go ahead. Um, so, keeping with the with the ghosts of the past, with the with the Tuscans, we see a flashback again when, um, following a meeting with the Pikes, he returns back to the tribe um, and, and find the whole tribe dead. And it seems to be the work of the Catan Striders, which is the, the Nikto gang. Um, and we see Fett take stock in the massacre and mourn his new family. So who who's to say at this point in time that the Pikes didn't hire uh, the, well, we know they, they've most likely hired the Catan Striders to kill the Tuscans because the Pikes say they, they will only pay tribute to, to one, not both for protection. Right. Even though Boba Fett said he would take care of it. Yep. So, um, but then I guess jumping back to present time, you know, this, this one um, worker comes in, citizen of Monespa, Monespa comes in and is saying, "Well, Fett, you need to uh, you need to show more strength. People don't fear you to fear you enough to respect mm-hmm. you." And we got this problem with, with these ruffians who use cybernetics to enhance themselves. And this is when we meet who turns into uh, Boba's new recruits. Yeah, which I have mixed feelings about them. Um, now, one of my biggest things is seeing people talk about you know some of the costuming, going zippers. Why are there zippers in Star Wars? <laughs> zippers don't belong in Star Wars. Eh. Just because they were never truly in the first films. I mean, you kind of see them in the Rebel pilot costumes, but there's also that flap over to hide them. Yeah, I... I- I didn't have a problem with them having zippers. Whatever. I didn't either. I mean, it, it's, it is, you know, it, it, it is a potential to, to occur. Was it odd seeing them on a, on a costume? Yes. Would it have been something I would have seen on a bag sure. or, or something else? No. But, um, then to see Santi come in and strike in the temple that, in that whole battle, that was, that was pretty, pretty killer. Yeah. I want to know how he got into the palace though. And got that, that far in. Well, remember, if he worked for Java, he would know the he would know the different ins and outs. We gotta to, think at that point. Yeah, well, but at, <clears throat> at that point, though, Boba's only got the two Gamorrean guards and the kids that are probably polishing their speeders. Yeah, and that's a pretty mm-hmm. big palace. Yeah, and like you said, Chrysanthemum used to work for Java, so he knows all the ins and outs. Very much so. But back to the speeder gang, one of the things that the zippers didn't bother me. Uh, I like I said, I didn't really didn't notice it. Um, but the one thing I noticed that people were talking about was how pristine and pretty their speeders were still. Yeah. On a sandy world like this, but I looked at it as the whole thing. Yeah. Also, being very cyberpunk didn't feel as much like Star Wars. But I was thinking, no, but that's that it's a. Well, Tatooine's backwater world that um, it reminds me of what a small town village somewhere that sees what's going on at Coruscant and stuff like that. And the kids are trying to be hip and cool like the kids on Coruscant. So this is what they think. Oh, this is what the kids on Coruscant are doing. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, but it would be very it'd be near impossible to keep them that clean and shiny on a desert planet like that. I agree. But if they sit there and polish them all the time. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't look right. It, it looked it very look out of place. Wars, but <laughs> no. Oh. Like I said, I've seen so many crazy <laughs> things. That that this, this definitely would have fit like on Coruscant. We yeah, on questions. Coruscant. Yeah, sure. Go, go, Star Wars Rangers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been hearing a lot of. Oh, look, they're Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> um, the... I know we just talked about uh, Santi striking, but did that happen before the, the chase through Mos Espa? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was before the chase. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I love how they go into town as well and just go speak to the mayor and the, um, the Domas like acting like, oh no, he, he's busy. He, he, has, he can't take any appointments. Well, there's no one there. Mm-hmm. Well, before we get to that real quick, there's another flashback scene that shows Boba riding into town on the Bantha. 
Then we get a right. couple of cameos that from Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, what's her name from? <laughs> Even before that, we get to see them putting the um, stormtrooper helmets on the pikes. Yep. Yeah, if you want to call that a cameo. Well, that well, that's that's a directly something out of Mandalorian. But then we get to see um, what is her name, Pelly? Pelly from the mechanic. Yep. Which definitely puts this scene, this um, flashback scene, into Mos Eisley. Because that's where she's stationed at. And you can see how much smaller it is if you actually look at the way this is set up. Yeah. And this is where the pikes are actually set up at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're running spice from from spaceport to spaceport. Well, of course. So for a nominal fee. Of course. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so before we get to the big chase through Boss Espa, um, Boba Fett and the gang overtake Chrysanthemum. Um, they then go try and take them back to the, they're going to go give them back to the twins. Well, the twins show up uh, featuring a new gift for Boba and tells, tells them that um, if Boba was smart, he would just, pack up and leave and just let all this go by the wayside because they're not going to find anymore because they're discovering more of the truth. Um, but if he stays, here's his gift. And um, Danny Trejo is the handler. Yes. And for the rancor. For the That's rancor. another one that kind of pulled me out of this because he's almost too recognizable. I mean, may not well, win was me. very recognizable. Was also, so. so I was very excited to see Danny Trejo. This <laughs> This was the other one. Did you get? Did you guys think there was any chance that um, Chrysanthemum was just going to stick around and say, "Hey, I'll work for you now"? Yeah, I thought. So. Or Bobo would say, "I'll hire you." But no, I love I love Bobo's line. Um, it was something about take this from a former bounty hunter. Yeah, no, something about I, being just business. Hang on. No hard. He says no hard feelings. It's just business. Yeah. And take it from an ex Take it from ex bounty hunter. Yeah. Don't work for skug holes. It's not worth it. I've also heard. I've also heard it said that, um, you know, he'll he'll come back at some point when Boba needs help, and you know that old routine. Yep. Yeah. So we learn more about Raincores. Oh yeah. So that- well, it's some of it is stuff that we knew if you've watched Clone Wars and stuff, because we've seen the Night Sisters riding Raincores and stuff. Right. But we learned that a a Raincor, and apparently this is a a new rancor that has been blindfolded since birth mm-hmm. right. that they, they make, they make them, they imprint themselves on the first person or object that they see mm-hmm. creature wise. And, uh, you know, he talks about how, you know, Boba talks about how he wants to ride it, yada, yada, yada. So Trejo then, um, says, okay, you stand here and allows the rancor to imprint himself to Boba. That was my favorite line, though, when he said, teach me to ride it. Yeah. Well, that you see big, tough Boba Fett. He sees this rancor. Oh, it turns into just a puddle of goo. Yeah. he got a new puppy. <laughs> so then when they mm-hmm. know that they got to go back into the city, back into Mos Espa, uh, Trejo says something to the rancor as if the plans. I took it as the plans coming together. So wonder what ha- what's going on with Trejo and the Rancor. Mm-hmm. I think Trejo just, he's a Rancor keeper. That's what he does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think he's being hired for something else, too. I think he's more than just a Rancor keeper. It's possible. Uh, we did skip over uh, an important part of Boba's backstory in this. That after he goes into town in the back, in the flashback, he comes back to a decimated and burned and destroyed village. Uh, we talked about that while you were looking up the uh, okay the hand of Barbera, which did you ever find? Uh, there's a couple of cartoons back in the '60s that it could have been. There was like Space Cadets um, and a couple other ones. Uh, it looks Jabberjaw, possibly too. Jab- oh, the Space Jabberjaw one? No, where they were in, in the sea could have been sea scooters, mm, underwater possibly. sea scooters. It looks very similar to to the sea scooter Aquaman rides in in, uh, in the '60s Aquaman cartoon as well. I prefer my Aquaman to ride a seahorse. Thank you very much. Agree. <laughs> and then and then we go back to uh, racing in the streets, which had very much a uh, Shadows of the Empire vibe to it. But I don't I don't think it, I didn't get that at all. 
It, it, very similar to the old swoop bike level in Shadows of the Empire. See, for me, the um, the chase reminded me of an old like Laurel and Hardy movie, including driving through a yeah, kind of yeah. Instead of driving through the window, yeah. you guys holding the mirror or the window. Oh yeah, it's just a classic <laughs> chase scene that you'd see in any of the old school movies. In the in the rickshaw right. robot being mm-hmm. spun around. Yeah, it's I don't know. To me, the the whole the whole chase didn't do much for me. No, Although the um, the love, guys, um, I love the major domos speeder though. Yeah, it definitely has like an old Cadillac vibe or something. Yeah, it's almost like a mix of Han speeder that he steals in Solo with uh, the front of of Luke's with a little extender on it. I I, I dug the look of the, the speeder, as you said, the old Cadillac, like an old Cadillac style. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that pretty much uh brings in the um three episodes so far what do you guys think or what are we hoping to see next well we're definitely going to see in the flashbacks him getting closer and closer to where we see him in uh boba fett or in uh mandalorian yeah mm-hmm. yeah so well i want to wrap up the episode with a quiz from starwars.com i sent you guys the link to it yeah i saw that on there i just gotta go over to it Let's um, see. So, are you more Boba Fett or Fennec Shand? I think I did this one a um, couple of weeks ago. So, uh, number one, uh, 10 questions. How would you describe yourself? Tough, cunning, cautious, or determined? Let me know when you guys have placed your answer. I got to bring it back up. Okay, I got mine. Number two, how would your friends describe you? Loyal, fierce, persistent, formidable. Hmm. Number three, you landed a big job interview. Choose an outfit. Nice suit. My lucky t-shirt, dress shirt and tie, a blazer. Number four, Mm. you find out the interview is actually with Jabba the Hutt. How would you react? Nodding in agreement, toasting the host, complimenting his decor, cautiously optimistic. Okay. Number five, if you were a bounty hunter, what Star Wars character would you want as your first target? Han Solo, Mm -hmm. Toro Calican, Bib Fortuna, or Luke Skywalker? Who was Toro Calican? I think it's a Boba Fett character here, isn't it? Uh, was he? It must be. I'm not sure. Hang on. So, number six. Mm. If you're ready for me to go on. I'm looking up this Toro Calican. Okay. Number six. I'm ready. Uh, he was in the Mandalorian series. He was a member of the, or looking to get into the Finding Hunters Guild. He took the job to find the, uh, to find Fennec Shan on Tatooine. Okay. He was, he was the one that, uh, Tried to oh, okay. backstab yeah. uh, Din Djarin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what Star Wars character would you want as your partner in crime? Boba Fett, Captain Rex, Fennec Shand, or Luke Skywalker? Number seven. How do you prefer to spend your downtime? Two words. Spa day. Solo travel? Camping? Enjoying a nice meal. Number eight. How do you handle conflict? Quickly and without discussion? Or by inviting spirited deba- debate? Any more options? On that one, you do. <laughs> Number, I think that's the point. You get two options. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Number yeah. nine, you're getting ready for a movie marathon. What's your top pick for a snack? Popcorn, gummy candy, chocolate, or nachos? Number ten, surprise! It's a Star Wars marathon. What movie or show are you watching first? The Mandalorian. What a good surprise! The Bad Batch, mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back, Rogue One: A Star Wars Story, Revenge of the Sith. Or the Force Awakens, hmm. and Derek, you came up with. I am more Finnick than Boba. Ken, same here. I am more Finnick than Boba. <laughs> well, well, well. Look at that. Would you look at that? Yep. Hmm. So, uh, final thoughts. Well, we got four more episodes to go. Um. Yep. Right. So far, I am enjoying the show it's not perfect but it's good overall um looking forward to seeing both where they go with the show and what um what um what's the word i'm looking for like how it will impact the rest of of star wars where it will fit in yeah i'm I'm curious the interesting thing is 
remember uh, the two big cliffhangers on the end of this episode. One, what does Boba do now that his new clan and tribe have been destroyed? How does he react to that? And we see the pikes are starting right. to um, get come in stronger now because they're dropping off basically an army right at the moment. Yeah. In the, in the current time. Yeah. I'm curious to see um, how the show eventually ties in with uh, Ahsoka and Mandalorian season three, if any. Do we? I guess there are, mm. there are rumors out that this may only be the first season of Muzzle. Originally, everything I heard was that this was a one and done show, but we may get yeah, more than one. I had heard originally, too. I only thought it was supposed to be a multiple series. Uh, I thought it was supposed to be a single series. I'm I'm glad it's potentially going more than one series. It needs it. Mm, I don't know if it does. Definitely a second season like, would be good. I kind of I kind of like the idea that it was just a a story of Boba yeah. Fett, and then that would be it. I I think there there's becoming more to tell, and I and I'm loving the fact that we're not getting the, the flashbacks are going back to his time after the Sarlacc pit, moving forward, not. What was his time between the time we see him in Attack of the Clone or in the Clone War series to when we see him in Empire Strikes Back? Mm. That period is still a mystery, and I'm liking how that's still being kept a mystery. And I'm okay with that. Right. So, um, so yeah. Again, um, this weekend, doing a contest with, uh, with Toink, giving away a, a pen. Actually, no. I'm going to announce it now. We're going to do the contest starting the 27th. 27th through the 31st is when we're going to do the contest. End of the month. Uh, this weekend will be, is um, we are actually giving away a hockey jersey, a Kessel Run hockey jersey from Jersey Ninja. Nice. So that's really? this weekend. And the next weekend is the contest from Toink. So back-to-back weekends. So back-to-back contests on back-to-back weekends. Some cool stuff coming. Hmm. So, um... Any other final thoughts, guys? Nope. Ken? No, I, I just, um, I did download that Card Trader app, and you get all kinds of free stuff on this thing. Oh, really? On what? Yeah. If you go through the store, during the featured stuff, you get like a free pack from each one of them daily. I tried opening And I actually still have a, a quite a decent collection already. I tried opening mine. Mine won't hmm. open. It took me a minute. To, well, you can recover and find out where you were, what was going on. I had to figure out what, how I logged in originally. I originally logged in through Facebook. So I may have to delete it and reinstall it. Well, try to log in. If you don't have your regular login, try the Facebook login or try your Apple no. login and see if you did it that way at some point. It wouldn't, it wouldn't load. It wasn't. Loading. Ah, then you got it. Yeah. You probably got to re download it. Hmm. But it also looks totally different now than it did um, when I was playing before. Hmm. So by next week, I'll try to get this all figured out and let everybody know how they can find me on here if they want to do trades or yeah, anything. I agree. Uh, I'm the same way. Or we can put it up on the Facebook page or something. Yeah, why are you... you can trade with Wookiee Radio. I have all kinds of credits on here. I didn't realize I can buy all kinds of things. I have like 643,000 credits. Hmm. Why isn't it? Okay, my phone's acting goofy. It says open. But I deleted it off my thing. It's because you use a fashion device and not an actual technological device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, I stored it. <laughs> Derek laughs because he agrees. <laughs> I've done so much with this device. It's not fashion for me. I actually use it as a tool for many, many things. So that debate continues for another day. <laughs> um, hopefully we're recording next week. Again, we won't know until, <laughs> until the day after we're done recording. Next week. <laughs> we'll know when you know. We'll know when I know because that all depends on my schedule. And again, there is still news coming in regards to me that I'm not saying yet until I get actual confirmation. It's called a start date. And then I will spill the news. And it's great news. I wonder what that could be. Hmm. I have no idea. It is great news. All right. Wait, why is this saying it's still on my phone? I don't know. I'll get this figured out. Next time we record, unless you guys record next week without me, which y'all can do, um, we will we will have our usernames up so we could do this trading on the tops. So this is so weird. 
I have deleted it off my phone at the app store still saying it, it shows installed on my phone. Mm. It's so weird. Oh, well, I got it figured out anyway. Um, well, thank you guys for joining me again this week. Thank you, the listeners and our fellow smugglers for joining us. And, uh, until next time, give the evacuation code signal. All right. Cut the chatter. Jinx. I can hold it. Pull up. No, I'm all right. information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2.